Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the New Story Podcast with me, your host, Rebecca Conran. It's a snowy day in Calicoon. Typically, I'd be recording somewhere a little bit more quiet. Hopefully, you can't hear the uh, the uh, kind of road noise in the background. Um, but I'm here upstate in Calicoon, just right on the Pennsylvania border. And, uh, yeah, my apologies for being a little bit off the, out of the loop with my podcast. I, um, have just had so much going on this last month. I'm moving. Um, there's a mold issue at my home. And so I'm moving, um, about two hours away. Um, so just with house hunting and getting all my ducks in a row and my regular commute to work and, um, and my mom was visiting from England. So I just didn't have the time I wanted to dedicate to, um, some of the themes that I wanted to talk about on the podcast, but I'm going to make space for that. And, uh, I think once January comes around, um, there'll be a lot of time to kind of just dig deep into some of the stuff that's been coming up on my radar anyway. Uh, especially to do with like our culture of, um, sort of gossip and opinion and, um, unconscious bias. Um, and really what I see as kind of the fallout from the very, immersive reality TV experience that we're having. Um, and that's all stuff I definitely want to talk about. But today we're going to talk about Capricorn season. Capricorn season has already started coming in. Interestingly enough, I'm a rising Capricorn and, uh, I, for the last two days was just getting nonstop compliments. People were complimenting me like 30 strangers must have complimented me. It was, it was really crazy. Anytime I just went out into the world and, um, I was like, what is going on? But I realized that Venus is right on my ascendant right now. (laughs) So, um, my particular brand of, uh, looks or whatever, um, you know, has become, the, uh, the brand du jour for the moment. (laughs) So that's the funny part about astrology. Sometimes you're like, what is up with the energy? And then you're like, ah, okay. Makes sense now. All right. So let's dig into, uh, Capricorn season. So the first thing I'm going to do is just give y'all some dates. Um, so on the 6th of December, we had Mercury entering, Capricorn and we started to think like Capricorns, uh, like Capricorn energy, that energy came into the mind, our communication. Um, and the following day we had a full moon and that full moon was in Gemini and that was still kind of tied to the Sagittarius season. But on Friday, the 9th of December, we had Venus entering Capricorn. And so, we start to build up this kind of resonance of, of Capricornian energy. Um, 
I'm just checking my little book here. So the next major transit that we have um, it, that's to do with the themes of Capricorn season are they start the week of the 20th of December. And this week becomes quite intense. This is There's a lot going on between the Capricorn energy and the Aries energy. It's quite dynamic. So the 20th of December, we've got Jupiter. It's re-entering Aries. Um, it had been retrograde. It went direct again. Um, and now it is re-entering Aries again to stay. And um, again, with, with most, I mean, almost all the planets are retrograde six months out of the year, um, except for Mars and Venus, which we've already, you know, we're in our Mars retrograde right now. And that will not happen again until the year after next. So 2024 will be the next retrogrades for Mars and Venus. But in general, retrogrades are a common part of the process of astrology. But now that it Jupiter is re-entering Aries, we are going to feel a big push um, as it, you know, finishes up its um, travels through Pisces. And now we're going to feel this forceful kind of new beginnings energy. Um, I couldn't be more excited for some new beginnings. I'm ready. I'm moving. So that's definitely something that I look forward to is um, this kind of fresh newborn energy coming in in terms of our luck and our spirituality and our philosophy of the world and, you know, all those Jupiter uh, themes the very next day, the 21st, is the winter solstice and the sun is entering Capricorn on this day. Um, so on Tuesday the 20th, we could be feeling a burning desire in our identity to make these shifts, you know, um, that that we are that we're working towards with that Sagittarius at the last degree of our um, collective identity. We're like feeling that burn of, you know, what our personal truth is. On December 23rd, we have a, a new moon in Capricorn. So we're really solidifying the um, fresh start of the Capricorn season themes and all of that stuff is uh, we, we get to really set those intentions and start anew. And this is also the day when Chiron, which is also in Aries, is going to go direct after its retrograde period. So I think this is <clears throat> a time for a lot of deep epiphanies about core ideas about ourselves, core goals. Who am I? What am I here to do? These things are really solidifying. And it's probably been a, a slow burn, a gradual process of coming back around to that. Um, and these things are meant to really come together through this energy. So there, there should be a process of really understanding um like exactly what your goals are for yourself right now um or at least being on the path to it and knowing that that's your focus point right now on the uh 29th of um december we have mercury going retrograde through uh mercury in capricorn so that makes this Mercury and Capricorn season, very um, important. There's some really important lessons to learn at this time about how we interpret our inner authority and, and um, 
our sense of morality and our sense of goals and ambition in the world, uh, what we're here to build, you know, from the spiritual into reality. Um, these things are being honed as ideas and we're kind of looking at our own inner process and beliefs and where, and where our beliefs are hangups uh, towards meeting our goals, you know, what really stands in the way. We have some very powerful energy on New Year's Day and New Year's Eve with Venus in Capricorn conjunct Pluto in Capricorn. Um, there can definitely be some control issues as it is Mercury retrograde. Um, I would say that something, you know, our, um, it's where our values and needing to how we love and, and how we need to be loved as a collective are meeting a sense of, um, destruction in some ways for better or for worse, you know, um, maybe some of our values need to be blown apart. Pluto is the detective. It's a great detective. It helps us get to the bottom of stuff. And so we're getting to the bottom of something to do with probably some control issues, definitely our goals, definitely our personal sense of morality in the world. Um, these things are all coming to a head. So these are the dates in general. And again, from the 20th till the end of the month, this is the most heightened period of uh, Capricorn season. And it is... Um, you know, going to be a pretty intense time between all of that very powerful, uh, authoritative Capricorn energy and that fierce Aries energy that's coming into, um, it's a, it's a, we're this year of 2022, which is a nine year of, uh, of endings to, um, you know, and new beginnings, we're really going out with a bang basically, um, in this season as we, as we kind of approach a new energetic, um, season, uh, with 2023. So what does Capricorn season really have to hold for us? Um, you know, as I said, the, the most, um, defining moment will be from December 20th till the 1st of January, but the period of Capricorn season is December 20th to January 20th, and we're paying greater attention during this time to defining our goals, to building solid foundations, and to tending to our duties. Um, Capricorn is highly attuned to the need for singular focus towards goals. And if you're like me and, and more of a feminine force, um, you're very good at multitasking and maybe it's all of the, um, Sag energy that I also have, uh, even though I'm a, I'm a sun and a Mars in cancer, I'm a moon in Sagittarius. And then I have Uranus, Neptune, Jupiter, and, um, do I have one more thing? Something else? I can't remember, in Sagittarius. So I have a lot of Sagittarian vibes to me, and I like to do a lot of projects. I've always got my 
my uh, fingers in multiple sugar bowls. <laughs> and, uh, and that's something that I really enjoy. I enjoy many different things going on. I like the variety. I like the spontaneity that helps me to remain creatively um, fresh, I guess. But when we are in Capricorn season, and maybe this is something that my rising Capricorn helps me to do, when you want to master something, when you want to be a master of something, you need to really dedicate the time and energy to focusing directly on that goal. And so there are plenty of times in my life where I, you know, um, like right now, I have a record I want to record. Um, I have my sound healing stuff and playing shows that I want to do. Um, I have my art you know, that I make. And I, um, right now though, my focus is on getting myself into this new area that I'm moving to where my office is and really dedicating the time and energy to really focusing on that as a, um, project right now, I guess you could call it just the, uh, solidifying of my energy in my space of my presence in this area of how I want to define how I'm working with people in person now again. All of that um, requires my um, energy and focus and for it to be direct. So even though I have my other goals too, I've put them on the shelf for now. Now is not the time for them. Now is the time to really be um, very much you know, singularly focused on what my priority is right now, my duty is right now. Um, and the duty is that I feel to myself, right? Like my duty is not, I don't necessarily feel a duty to be um, a practitioner, but I feel a duty to myself because it's something that I love. It's something that really enriches me and, um, and it's something that I'm good at, you know, and I'm good at it because I enjoy it, because I love it. And so it enables me to really be in a happy place of learning and interpretation when I'm doing it so that it is, um, you know, I don't know what to say about it. It's a place where I feel at home. Uh, and so Capricorn season, it's basically like you can master your goals but you need to really define what those priorities are. You need to really say, um, sure, there's a ton of stuff I want to do in my life and I'll get to those things. But this pocket of time, this moment of time, I want to really have the energy necessary um, to build a specific goal and we really focus in on that goal. You know, your sacral chakra is the chakra of your um, creative energy. Whether you're creating life and a child or something like that, or um, whether you're creating a business or whether you're creating a piece of art. And I like to say that that energy needs to know where it's going to go. You know, if you want to focus all your energy on having a child, then that's what your creative energy really needs to be put towards. And in that way, um, and if you want to focus on 
giving birth to a business, then that's really where your creative energy needs to be focused. And it's not that you can't do multiple things at once. Um, it's just that it's most helpful when we focus intently on what it is uh, that we're trying to master and we really give ourselves the opportunity to let that take precedence. So this is what Capricorn is really good at. Um, and it does this, it, it, it singularly focused towards goals. And when we think of Capricorn, we think of the mountain goat known for traversing very precarious cliff slopes, like, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of feet above ground. And they have these incredible bodies built to climb and they're driven to get to the top and that's their goal right because at the top they're going to find sustenance that they need vegetation that they that that's they enjoy that's good for them and so in the same way for us um since we are all capricorn somewhere in our charts okay even if it's not prominent it's in there in our charts, in every single person's. This is a theme somewhere in your makeup. And you definitely have that Capricorn energy that's necessary to climb to great heights, 100%. You've got that little mountain goat in you somewhere in your chart, somewhere in your being. And we are traversing these mountains. We're making this climb we're, we're reaching towards these goals because what's at the end is going to truly nourish us. It's going to truly feed us. But so many of our goals in society right now, they have the opposite effect, right? They feed an appetite. They feed a, an appetite for pleasure. They feed an appetite for approval. Um, they feel feed some appetite Sometimes, not everybody's goals are doing this, but some of the goals in society are just feeding an appetite that is ultimately destructive because it's um, not something that truly nourishes us that we're reaching towards, that we're working our asses for off for. It's something that only feeds us for a moment or is, has the illusion of nourishment and then actually leaves us feeling emptier than before. So this season is not just about climbing the hill. It's also about knowing what our motivations are. And that's where the Mercury retrograde is going to come in as well. And that's where the Venus in Capricorn conjunct Pluto in Capricorn energy is going to really lift the lid. So Capricorn, in sometimes on paper, <laughs> it can seem quite serious and severe. I often think about this for myself too, because I think, um, when people know me, um, they know me as a pretty goofy person. You know, I make a lot, I'm joking all the time. Like I'm a pretty lighthearted individual, but if you were to just know me from seeing me in the street or seeing a photo of me, you might think I'm quite s serious and severe because that's my face. <laughs> because my face looks like that um, when I'm just, you know, in my resting face. Um, and that's kind of like Capricorn too. It seems really serious on paper, but it's not. It's not all serious in that way. Um, and what I mean is that 
on paper, like Capricorn's about limitations, restrictions, self-discipline, a step-by-step approach. You know, it seems very um, arbitrary and like cold in some ways. But it's not, you know, like take, for example, after the holidays and you can't button your pants up, okay? Then you're like, "Mm, self-discipline seems kind of appealing at this point, you know, or after you've eaten a whole thing of ice cream and you're like, you know, sometimes self-discipline, it's not a punishment. It's just a way for us to maintain, um, like our health and our happiness, um, because we're not overdoing it. Um, and in that way, you know, there are some healthy, joyful limitations and disciplines that really give us results, you know? Um, and so Capricorn, yeah, on paper, it seems less fun, But actually what you feel after you engage in like some self-imposed discipline and uh, limitations and sometimes restrictions is a greater sense of confidence in oneself. When you're connected to yourself and you're meeting your goals, that's a big confidence booster. It's a natural confidence booster. It's a natural self-esteem booster. Um, And so... Yes, some of these things can feel like, you know, um, strict, but it's not meant to be, we're not looking at kind of bringing in these themes to be punish punishing oneself. We're looking at it to be like a loving parent to oneself, a loving caretaker of one's soul and one's body and one's emotions and one's dreams, really. You know, we're the caretaker of our dreams and um, we deserve to, and for the collective too, to be giving our most joyful selves, our most fulfilled selves back into the collective um, and to ourselves, into back into our lives. And so this Capricorn energy says, you know, You deserve to be in that joy, in that happiness. And sometimes to do that, you've got to button it up and you've got to focus and you've got to put those two feet on the ground, step by step, meet those goals, master your, master your experience. So this particular Capricorn season may really bring up the goals that are not right for us. And our work is to focus on creating self-confidence and creator, creative power by listening to our unique individual calling. So in layman's terms, are you enjoying your goals? What makes you feel confident? What makes you feel powerless? Do your goals feel like you or do you yearn for something else? Um, and with the Aries energy coming in, This is about following the unique yearnings of your heart, even if they don't make sense to anyone else, even if they don't really make sense in a practical sense. This is a time when you might ask yourself, where do I need to practice self-discipline personally? And what would my goals be if I was 10 times bolder? Whatever comes to mind, it may take, 
you know, precedence at, at this time. That may be the thing that needs to be given greater emphasis. If you're a self-professed workaholic and discipline comes too easily, then this season might hold different messages for you in terms of do you take time to register your personal needs? Are your goals steamrolling um, your sensitivity, your um, intimacy with yourself, your vulnerability? Do you recognize your vulnerability and are your goals working with that that, or are they um, working against your own um, vulnerabilities or are they working against your own personal values? So Capricorn season has wisdom for all of us. And it's a power, it's, this is a powerful Capricorn season, um, especially with Venus conjunct Pluto in the same signs. You know, we're as a collective, as a society, we're getting some work done. Again, the most challenging period is the 20th through the 28th um, or through the 1st um, with all this succession of you know, ups and downs in, in our planetary transits. Try to see these challenges as possibilities. There's actually really good energy in there too, obviously. Um, with the Jupiter and Chiron both in Aries, we're being compelled to put ourselves first more often. But obviously, we're also not saying to, you know, have an overblown ego and be selfish. But we are saying that, you know, for most individuals that are already on a spiritual path, there may be a pattern of self-sacrifice or sacrificing your values and your needs to the values and needs that you've been conditioned with. And this is saying, nope, we need to really go out on a limb on our own. I'm thinking so much about the Harry and Meghan um, <laughs> uh documentary in this regards I, I find it to be so interesting how polarizing they are and um, many of you will know I was born and raised in England I'm a, actually a British national but I've been here since I was eight years old so I'm very Americanized um, even though I'm not an American citizen um, my mom still lives in England and I'm the daughter of two British parents my father is Indian and my mother is white English. And, um, so I have definitely experienced firsthand the, uh, racism that exists in England. Um, I've seen what it has perpetuated towards my father and my parents as an interracial couple, you know? And, um, so I find the, uh, I found the, <laughs> I found the, the documentary, for whatever reason, yeah, they're rich people. Um, they've lived privileged lives and, you know, there are very real threats to their safety and security for them to continue to make money to provide safety and towards themselves. Um, and maybe there's like an element of luxury there that is really seems, um, like too much or whatever. And people have an issue with that, but when I was watching their documentary, I really it really came through to me that this is a teachable moment for us about racism and about racism and misogyny through the media. And um, it was very easy for me to really be able to see 
um, that their point of making this documentary is to really lift a lid on racism. And nobody is really talking about that in the media. You know, it's all about, oh, they're whining, they're complaining. And I found that just to be so highly offensive to the very accurate information that was conveyed, not just by them, but by other people um, through this documentary about racism. <laughs> and um, so this is one of those challenging things, really, because we're seeing, I think, Harry, uh, Prince Harry, you know, he's um, born into a system that um, he could have very well gone the path of a just a douchebag and part of part of him maybe was on that road when he was younger and that's why he uh, made mistakes that he made um and but there came a point where he has decided that he's going to at very great risk to his own personhood um he's going to be very clear about his own moral compass and that's really, really hard for people to um, accept. And that's this is very the energy of this Capricorn season, too. You know, it's that the higher goal supersedes being liked and reputation and things like that because it's um, following our own moral code. So... For whatever reason, maybe they are annoying, maybe they're whatever, but they are pointing out a system of oppression and a moral code. Um, and it does affect everybody in England because every single person in England pays for the royal family to exist. So the fact that um, they are, you know, there's a great population of brown and black people who are paying for a family to exist that are not are not uh, focused on their needs. Um, it is something that needs to be pointed out. It is something that needs to be um, clear. And so my whole point in this little um, diatribe I just went off on is that the Aries energy is really propelling us through Capricorn season to be very clear about our own morality and our own ambitions, right? And so even though there's a painting of, well, Harry and Meghan are, um, and, and who knows? I don't know. Maybe in, there's part of this is that's true, but there's a very real, well, they're just out here pushing their own agendas and everything. Then when you see like the um, the way that they've presented the information in the documentary, to me it feels very much like they're trying to reveal um, their experience of racism at some of the highest levels of uh, life that you could achieve, right? I mean, being... Uh, the heir to the throne of England is one of the highest levels of privilege you could ever be in. And what they're doing is pointing out that this privilege is um, absolutely in oppression to um, 
equality, right? And so these are just some of the common things that we're seeing played out in society that also reflect, like that's a large scale thing. And in our own lives, we're playing these same themes out in, in the way that we are, you know, uh, behaving and being in the world and our moral code. So for Harry, it may be that he's blowing the, the lid off of the royal family of England. For you, you may be pointing out things that are going on that don't match your sense of morality at your job or in your family. Um, or even just in the way that you're behaving, you know, that things need to shift. Whatever it is, we're seeing this realignment of our goals. So we may have always been of service in some way in our lives, um, but where we actually focus and direct that energy now is shifting. And it's shifting because our moral compass is bringing it into alignment with what is truly fulfilling to us and what we truly believe in. And the themes around this are, who am I? What do I want to share with the world? What does the world want from me? And it's, it's a very individual time. Um, even while we're in, we're social creatures, we're in the collective. This is a very independent time where we are, we are learning what, uh, we need to do and be and say to be the authorities over our lives. And we're saying, you know, fuck it to whatever may appear like it's going to, you know, mess with your reputation or whatever, or make you stand out as different. This is still about um, being in total alignment with your goals that also then extend into your happiness, your dreams. Um, okay. So Jupiter, lucky planet, benevolent planet can bring some exciting opportunities. It's also a gas bag, right? So it reminds us not to get too full of ourselves, not to overdo it. We're still looking to place ourselves, our shoes and other people's uh, our feet in other people's shoes so that we understand fully what another person's perspective is so that we have a higher perspective. Doesn't mean we got to stay there. Doesn't mean we need to, um, believe in someone else's viewpoint, but we must be able to at least acknowledge it and see from where they're seeing from to understand, uh, more fully. Chiron, known as the wounded healer, simple, symbolizing our deepest conditions hurts as this planet goes direct. Um, our personal healing is going to need attention. It's going to be fired up, especially if you're in your Chiron return right now. So if you're in your fifties, you may be, um, in that Chiron return. And, um, who, who am I? What am I doing with my life? What does the world want from me? What stands in the way of me feeling seen and heard from my genuine and real self? You know, you could be in an, in an existential moment and I'm not saying a crisis, just, this is just a moment where you're here to tap into. You're here for a reason. That reason can only be known by you. It is unique to you. And there's a calling at this time to really tend to yourself 
completely and create the necessary self-discipline to build whatever those reasons are in reality. Mercury retrograde in Capricorn beginning December the 28th. This is a sobering period of being more aware than usual of the old adage, what master do you serve? You know, we need to face our own motivations and beliefs uh, when uncomfortable truths and patterns are arising. We're going to be challenged if we're not living in alignment with our deeper needs and callings. Don't overdo it for the next three weeks. Focus on your priorities. There is self-control available here. And I'll say this is happening slap dab on um, New Year's Eve, right? So it's calling, it's saying it's 100% a wake up to not overdo it over this period. You know, and I would even say with the Venus conjunct Pluto, it could be dangerous to overdo shit around this time because people are not paying attention, being in a state of... um, just distraction is very easy. Accidents happen during that time, you know? Um, so we want to be aware and alert to the fact that this is a moment that's asking us to be more self-aware, to not overdo it, to bring in a level of sobriety ourselves into our existence. Um, so this self-control, you know, the, the idea of self-control and how that, um, what that means really, it's something to ponder on. It's something to muse on just that. What does self-control mean to me? Where do I manifest it and where could I manifest it in a way that would be helpful for me? I have to tell you, self-control in my own life is one of the most gratifying qualities that I have learned how to, um, how to live with, how to experience. And I used to be such a hothead, such a hothead. It was so easy for me, even if I was right, to give somebody a dressing down and tell them what was, and, and I really did not, and I think this came from going through a period too of not being able to speak my own truth, feeling very silenced by my environment. And so I think at some point I just began to really always speak my truth and to use my voice and to not hide in my fear. Um, But then it was like the other end of the spectrum, right? So if before I was just like, keeping, I was silencing myself. Then I was like, just giving everybody what for. (laughs) And, um, I laugh because, you know, I was very good at it because I was probably very accurately, uh, giving people a dressing down sometimes. Um, but was it necessary? Did it perpetuate more crisis for me and more, chaos and aggravation? Absolutely. So learning self-control for me, learning how to choose my words and my thoughts wisely, this has been the most powerful tool that I have um, cultivated in my life. And I'm by no means a master of it. Um, But when I look back day and night, the way that I've changed because self-control and giving myself some limitations sometimes um, provided me with that 
there are times when I apply self-control and it brings me such a sense of peace, you know? Um, and that's why I say often that the truth doesn't need to be defended. When you really are in a place of um, knowing, you know what's true for you, um, you don't actually have to explain that to anybody. You don't feel the need to defend it. Um, people who you can see the difference between someone who's open to learning and someone who's not, and you're okay with that, you know? So this Mercury retrograding Capricorn period is calling to our attention to utilize the self-control that's in our power. It's in our power. And it's really saying use this time, even using a reservedness during this time to get organized and to gain creative control over our um, most powerful tool, which is our mind. So on a practical level, this is a good time to get more grounded into your body, to really focus on your goals. Um, and you can, and to apply some self-control and some limitation, maybe that's through nutritious food, connection with nature, focusing on the physical fitness. I think there's definitely a reason why Capricorn season, uh, you know, why we have that like new year, new me kind of vibe. And I think it is the Capricorn season way is to get organized and to want to meet some goals. So this is a good time and to implement some of that stuff. And hopefully it'll stick through the rebellious season of Aquarius um, and the season of Pisces and everything. But if we, if we spend that time building on these, um, on these routines and these goals right now, then hopefully they will carry through. Remember your life is yours and it is your masterpiece. You are the masterpiece. You're not going to create anything outside of you that is a greater masterpiece than you. Your legacy is the energy that you cultivate inside of you. And that masterpiece, it takes time and it can't be rushed. So keep that in mind as you're walking through the next four weeks. Patience. Have patience with your process. Have patience with the step-by-step approach. So I'm sending you all a lot of love. Again, you can come and see me in Kingston, New York in person, or you can work with me remotely. Um, I have changed the way that I'm working with people a little bit. Initial sessions are 90 minutes long, and then uh, they come with a 30-minute follow-up. Uh, one to two weeks later. And, um, and then after your initial session, I do work with people on a sliding scale rate, um, or a la carte, as you can see on my website, but that first initial clearing is the most intensive. So, um, yeah, tune into, if you think that working, um, on a deeper level is something that uh, would benefit you right now and check out my uh, offerings um, on my website www.rebeccaconran.com and uh, the next time I reach out to you I want to talk to you more about some of this um, stuff that we started to get into today about crisis and gossip and the drama that people are really they just really enjoy it. 
right now. We're in a culture of it just really being something that we just are addicted to. And um, I want to get into, I, what I don't want to do is take your programs away from you, <laughs> okay? What I do want to do is point out how what we routinely um, watch and you know, put ourselves in the line of fire of becomes what, what's repetitive to us. Uh, it becomes part of our psyche and it becomes part of a way that we're conditioning ourselves. And so it's more just about bringing awareness to that. All right, my loves. Well, it's full on snowing up here. I hope everybody has a safe, uh, week and I hope these transits through Capricorn season bring you very, very uh, uh, clear and concise information about how to really achieve your goals. And I'm so grateful for you for even trying. Lots of love.